welcome to episode number 41 of Bill Man the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Man, where I get to report you the latest weekly news from the NFL, NBA, NHL, and MLB. Alrighty, everybody, we're going to stir things up a little bit different because we're going to start with the NHL first. As one of the biggest news in the hockey world has came out this week. The Arizona Coyotes, are they in trouble? So there have been reports that the Arizona Coyotes have not paid their charges and delinquent tax bills for the Gila River Arena. And they could be locked out come December 21st. Now after that, their their first home game after that is December 23rd against the Tampa Bay Lightning. While there's been back and forth reports on that they've had... And there's reports saying that they have not. So, do the Arizona Coyotes relocate if they don't pay their tax bills? You guys let me know your thoughts on that. So, also earlier happening this week, the Vancouver Canucks have fired general manager Jim Benning and head coach Travis Green. And Bruce Boudreaux has been brought in as the head coach, while there are reports that they hired Jim Rutherford, but it's either for as general manager or a player or the hockey operations. So, and I I gotta ask you Vancouver Canucks fans this. Now with Jim Benning fired, what does this mean for the team? Are they going to finally turn around and make it to the Stanley Cup Finals and win it? Or are they just going to continue to start over, retool? But you guys let me know your thoughts on that. Also, goaltender for the Dallas Stars, Ben Bishop, has announced his retirement earlier this week. Reports that of that the knee, the knee that he injured, that he was trying to rehab, it apparently did not go that well. So, Ben Bishop, who played in the NHL from 2008 to, to 2020 with the St. Louis Blues, Ottawa Senators, Tampa Bay Lightning, Los Angeles Kings, and the Dallas Stars. In 413 games played, he started in 397 of them, had a record of 222, 128, and 38, with a goals against of not of 232, a save percentage of 921, and he also had 33 career shutouts. And in the playoffs, Ben Bishop, in 52 games played, had a record of 29, 21, and 0 with a 227 goals against and a 924 save percentage and with five shutouts. Well, he did make it to the Stanley Cup Finals twice, one with the Dallas Stars and one with the Tampa Bay Lightning back in 2015. While he never really won any awards, but Ben Bishop, congratulations on a very solid career. And the question is, is he Hall of Fame worthy? I kind of have to say no, but you guys let me know your thoughts on that. And another question I got for you hockey fans. Andrew Shaw? Yes, Andrew Shaw, former two-time Stanley Cup champion. Should we all say Andrew Shaw for NHL Player Safety Associations? Should he be in charge of it? Because earlier this week, New York Rangers defenseman Jacob Truba injured, severely injured, Blackhawks forward Jujar Kara. And Colorado Avalanche star Nathan McKinnon, while he didn't 
get fined or even got a hearing or suspended. And that really made him mad. His quote was, so at NHL player safety, this was what he posted on Twitter, by the way. So at NHL player safety, we going to see you protect your players or you're going to just point the finger at Jujar saying he put himself in the position like you told me on many occasions. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, there are over 7 million languages. Today, Andrew Shaw chose to spoke the facts language. And if you see the replays, it's hard to watch. But I'm surprised how Jacob Truro never got a hearing or fined. And you guys let me know. Should Truva have been suspended for both of those hits or fined? But yeah, let me know your thoughts on that. And a few very interesting NHL facts. So earlier this past week, Blackhawks goaltender Marc-Andre Fleury earned his 500th career win against the Montreal Canadiens, but he did it in 901 games, which he became the fastest goalie to reach that milestone, ahead of Martin Brodeur, who did it in 908 games, and Patrick Roy, 933 games played. Back in 1993, former NHL forward Chris Draper was traded from the Winnipeg Jets to the Detroit Red Wings for $1. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I said that. $1. That which also earned him the nickname the $1 man. And later on, he would go on to have a very solid career with the Red Wings and win four Stanley Cups with them. The Buffalo Sabres back in 1974, actually had a fake player drafted. Yes, there was a fake player name drafted by the name Taro Tejumoto. The Buffalo Sabres drafted the play, that player because they were annoyed and they were slow with the process of the NHL draft, but nobody realized the name was fake until the training camp later that year. So let me know your thoughts on the Bishop retirement, Jim Bruce Boudreaux, Coming in for Travis Green and Jim Benning. Should Andrew Shaw be the NHL commissioner in charge? And are, and are the Arizona Coyotes in trouble? And now into Major League Baseball. Do you guys remember Yasio Puig? You know, the rising star for the Los Angeles Dodgers, which then he would later go on to get traded to the Cincinnati Reds and played the 2019 season with Cincinnati and Cleveland. Well, he signed a one-year, $1 million deal with the Kiwoom Heroes of the Korean Baseball League. And should he come back to Major League Baseball? Can he still make an attempt? But you guys let me know your thoughts on that. All right, Baseball Hall of Fame voters. Should they be banned? And the reason why I say that is because there are some tweets from writers who have voted players for the Hall of Fame, and it's it's just it's just brutal. And there's even one man who decided not to vote for any, and the person that did should be ashamed of him, him or herself. If you are a writer and if you don't vote, I'm sorry, that card, that baseball Hall of Fame writing card from that person should have been stripped. So 
and there's even one vote that I looked at where one person voted for Alex Rodriguez, Sammy Sosa, and not Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens, nor David Ortiz. Like, it's, you guys would be able to see it on Twitter. It's, it's just brutal. But let me know your thoughts on that. And now for some interesting facts. Actually, two really crazy facts for this week. At one point, if a baseball went through the outfield fence or if it bounced over the wall, it would be called a home run. Now, when we think of the White Sox, most people would think Jose Abreu is the longest tenure. Okay, I don't blame you if you think I'm that. Well, actually, White Sox outfielder Leary Garcia is actually the lo- now the longest tenure of the Chicago White Sox. Being with the team since 2013, and the White Sox traded, back in 2013, the White Sox traded outfielder Alex Rios to the Texas Rangers for a player later to be named as part of the cash considerations. And that player ended up being Leary Garcia. Now, since he's ever joined the White Sox, here's some things that have happened in Chicago throughout his tenure. Blurred Lines, a song by Robin Thicke, was the number one song in the world. The Chicago Bears at one point actually had the second best offense at the time. The Chicago Blackhawks were saying goodbye to some players that they had to get rid of from the 2013 Cup run, and Michael Froelich ended up becoming the latest player. And also later on in 2021, they would go on and acquire currently the best goaltender in NHL history in Marc-Andre Fleury. And the Blackhawks would win two out of their three Stanley Cups from their championship run back in 2013 and 2015. And the White Sox arch rivals in Chicago, the Chicago Cubs, won the World Series in 2016, ending their longest drought in 108 years. And a lot of stars or young player athletes that Chicago had to say goodbye, whether it was VIA trade or retirement, but just to name some. For the Chicago Cubs, Aroldis Chapman, Jake Arrieta, Starlin Castro, Darwin Barney, Dexter Fowler, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryan, Javier Baez, John Lester, Kyle Schwarber, Pedro Strope, Jorge Soler, and Alfonso Soriano. The Chicago White Sox, which is the team he's on. Paul Canerco, Chris Sale, Adam Eaton, David Robertson, Brett Lowry, Jimmy Rollins, Alexi Ramirez, Gordon Beckham, Connor Gillespie, Aviseo Garcia, Willie Garcia, Todd Frazier, Edwin Encarnacion, Justin Morneau, Yomer Sanchez, James McCann, Alex Colomay. The Chicago Bears, Jay Cutler, Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey, Lance Briggs, Kyle Fuller, Mitchell Trubisky, Anthony Miller, Leonard Floyd, Permel McPhee, Kyle Long, Zach Miller, Brian Urlacher, Lance Briggs, Jared Allen. The Chicago Bulls, Derek Rose, Carlos Boozer, Taj Gibson, Joaquin Noah, Lul Dang, Jimmy Butler, Dwayne Wade, Larry Markkinen, Doug McDermott, Paul Gasol, Kirk Heinrich, Rajon Rondo, Robin Lopez, and yes, earlier I did say Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was actually part of the Chicago Bulls at one point. And the Chicago Blackhawks, Patrick Sharp, Duncan Keith, Nicholas Jalmerson, Brent Seabrook, Marion Hossa, Brandon Saad, Andrew Shaw, Tavo Teravainen, Artemi Panarin, Johnny Oduya, Michael Roosevelt, Brian Campbell, Marcus Kruger, Brian Bickle, Corey Crawford, Nick Letty, Scott Darling, Robin Leonard, Drake Kajula, and many, many countless others. 
And now to the NBA. While there are rumors that Damian Lillard would get traded, and Damian Lillard actually came out and said that he doesn't want to leave Portland because he's expected a two-year, $107 million deal. But that wouldn't be enough to get their new coach in. So I want to hear your thoughts on this. Where do you think Damian Lillard would get traded to? Would it be the Bulls? Would it be the Bucks? Would it be the Lakers? Actually, no, not the Lakers. I take that back. Would it be the New York Knicks? Would it be the Boston Celtics? You guys let me know your thoughts on that. And I, and I also really want to hear your thoughts on this, NBA fans. Who do you think is the best NBA duo in the league? Is it DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine? Is it LeBron James, Anthony Davis? Is it Kevin Durant, James Harden? Is it Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins? You guys let me know your thoughts on that. But if, but if I had to pick mine, it's easily DeRozan and Levine because the Bulls have been kicking butt. And two crazy facts about the NBA that I found this week. The Houston Rockets are the first team in NBA history to have a 15-game losing streak and a 7-game winning streak in the same season, and it went back-to-back. Now, this one was for all four sports because I cover all four sports, but I wasn't sure where to put it in, so I'm going to say it right away. The Phoenix Suns and the Arizona Cardinals both have their best record in their leagues, while the Arizona Coyotes currently have the worst in their league, and the Arizona Diamondbacks did. Now, for the records, the Arizona Cardinals, at the time I'm recording this, are 10-2. and The Phoenix Suns are 20-4. and The Diamondbacks were 52-110. and 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 the Coyotes are currently 5-20-2. And, and now to the NFL. Now, for first we're going to start with some NFL facts. The Green Bay Packers and their players have been doing the riding kids' bikes to training camp, which has been one of the longest NFL traditions worldwide, and they've been doing it since the 1960s. And that's where the Green Bay Packers pick a kid and ride their bikes to training camp. Some have kept the same kids. Some have done different kids. Before the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the 2020 Super Bowl, they actually had the second longest playoff drought at 13 years. And their last playoff stint was in 2007. The New England Patriots actually almost moved to St. Louis. And it's actually true. Back in 1992, Missouri native James Otherwin Bought the Pats back in 1992. He had a goal in mind, which was to bring them to St. Louis. However, Robert Kraft, who owned Foxborough Stadium at the time, effectively got the idea and purchased Otherwise franchise two years later. And the Patriots have stayed there ever since. The last time the Atlanta Falcons won a game after being down by more than one score was back on December 15, 2019. Since then, they've blown four leads and one score. Ouch. Not sure how to fix the Atlanta Falcons there. How do we do that? Earlier back on December 6th, the New England Patriots beat the Buffalo Bills by a score of 14-10. When there were only three passes, the last time that happened with three or less passes was back at an NFL game back in 1974. And that was even before Bill Belichick ever coached. He wasn't even coaching yet at the time. He was still in college before coaching back in 1975. All right. Let me know your thoughts on the stats. And before I end this session, I do have to say this. The most tragic 
the saddest thing that's happened this week. Rest in peace, Demarius Thomas. Absolutely awful. Gone way too soon. He sadly passed away earlier this week. Now, everyone, please go hug a loved one. Go hug your loved ones. Tell them you love them. Uh, life is unfortunately too short sometimes and crazy. All right. All right. That's all right, everyone. That's it for today. And thank you for tuning in to episode number 41 of Bill Man the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Man. Stay tuned for episode number 42. Peace. <laughs>